Welcome to the Living With Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Simone Denny, and I'm here to share with you how to live your purpose, how to be more intentional in life, and how to get the results you desire while enjoying the journey along the way. I coach people around the world on how to find and express their unique blueprint in the world. Join me and my special guests for inspiring stories, practical wisdom, and life reminders for a more fulfilling and joyful life. Hello and welcome to today's show. I'm really delighted to be sharing with you here. It's been a little while since I've shared in this format, but I just wanted to say welcome and I hope you're well wherever you are in the world. I've just had my sister and family here for a week or so from London and it's just been Such a delight to be face-to-face after about two and a half years of not being able to see each other, not being able to see my nephews or my brother-in-law, and just how special that family time is when we don't take it for granted anymore. So I hope wherever you are in the world, you're having the opportunity to have quality time with the people that are most special to you. And if it's not now, hopefully it will be soon. So today I really wanted to share with you about my own journey recently about finding my voice and about my breath and something that's been kind of going on in the background. And actually you might even notice it when I speak on the podcast, because I've had quite a few things happening with my voice in the background, which is actually probably my most important asset. It's where I do all of my work from, it's where I do all of my sharing. And and sometimes I'm speaking straight for an hour a day and there's a lot of pressure on my voice. (laughs) And if it's not there, I can't do my job very well at all. So I'll share with you what's happened. And then I want to talk about how we can work with our breath and work with our voice because the two are really intertwined as I've discovered through my own journey recently. So for about a year, I have been having some issues with my throat and it has been this dry, raspy throat that I've had. And I've woken up each morning and had uh, a feeling like, I kind of need to drink water and it feels very, very unusual. And I've had that ongoing and I kind of went to the doctor and couldn't see any real problem with it. And then I kind of sat with it for a while. And and then as time has gone on, I've, I've found myself needing to clear my throat more and more. And I feel the strain on my voice and my voice box, my vocal cords more and more. So finally, in the last couple of weeks, I have been referred to a specialist and have gone to an ear, nose and throat specialist and to find out what's going on. And of course, when these things happen, you assume the worst and I've been going down all these paths of thyroid issues or throat cancer. I've been (laughs) down a lot of paths just in my own mind in the background while everything else is happening. So when I went and sat with this amazing guy who has, uh, as I said, he is nose throat specialist, I think his name's Jim Bartley. He had a look down my throat, but actually before he even looked at my throat, he was really tuning into what was going on in my body, which I thought was was really interesting and what was happening with my breathing. And as soon as I 
walked in there, he said, oh, you're, you're not breathing properly. He said, you're only breathing from your chest. And then he pointed out things about my posture and about my chin and then proceeded to tell me about possible areas of pain that was coming up in my body from from not breathing properly. So then we went and he had a look down my throat with a little thing that goes down your nose and into your throat. I guess there's a a camera or something on there. And the good news was, is that there's nothing showing up in my throat after a year of having these (laughs) issues with my voice. But it all came back to me not breathing properly. And what is ironic about that is that I teach people a lot about how to breathe properly. I talk about how we can move from a sympathetic nervous system stress response into rest and digest state by doing our breathing. I demonstrate how to do diaphragmatic breathing and I know very well how to breathe. I've trained as a yoga teacher um, some time ago and I've done breath work training to become a trainer in that. I'm still kind of in that. So I have this full awareness of what it means to breathe properly and to really use that in times where we're, we're feeling like our nervous system has come online. So it's a little bit embarrassing for me <laughs> um, to realize that a lot of the problems showing up in my body is because I'm not breathing properly myself. And I think it's about really changing the whole way of breathing, not just when I am feeling maybe stressed or like I'm in a fear state, but actually it's how do we breathe all the time from our deeply in our belly so that we can be the wholeness of ourself. And what was really interesting as well was that Jim pointed out that it might be likely that I have these headaches and this shoulder pain and possibly neck pain, all related to the way that I'm breathing. And and so much of the, the side effects that we can see in our body actually come from not breathing properly. So yeah, he works with a lot of singers and and people who use their voice and you can start to see all of these symptoms that can be from chest pain to shortness of breath, fatigue, weakness, nausea, (laughs) dizziness, fainting, stress, anxiety, heart palpitations, twitching, trembling, poor concentration, poor memory, you know, muscle stiffness, yeah, it's cold hands, sweaty palms, numbness. There's so many things that can be tied back to the breath and for us not to breathe properly. So what's interesting about this is that when we are only breathing from our chest, really what we're telling the body is that we're in the state of fight or flight. We're in the stress response place because shallow breathing is telling the body that's where we are and we can be like that for a short amount of time when when we need to be it's very useful but it's when that becomes a normal way that it actually starts to really hinder our body and hinder our voice so what we need to do is to drop into the diaphragm and this is the place that we're meant to do about, you know, it's meant to be responsible for about 70 or 80% of our breathing. It's designed for that. It's this beautiful muscle that needs to be worked to help us um, to breathe. But it, it really, if we don't do that, we start to put all this strain on the muscles around the chest and neck area 
And of course, that affects our, our voice box. So I'm in the process of just retraining, remembering how to breathe all day. And what's also been interesting that has come to my attention was an article by Philip Shepard, who I've done one of his workshops before, but he talks about very, you know, a lot about the power of the breath, but he also talked about how this can be a cultural problem for women, particularly where we are always not told, but culturally assumed to have hold our stomach in. And there is a really big cost of this because if, you know, I think a lot of us are very used to trying to hold our belly in either naturally or (laughs) way back in time, it was with the corset. And now we have the great Spanx revolution of these undies and tights that hold our belly right in. And we don't want to be walking around with a big, you know, a proper belly breathing requires us to expand our belly out like a balloon, but many women and maybe some men do not want to be seen with a, with a big balloon belly, um, myself included. So I feel like we've, what's become normal for women, and this is what Philip talks about, is that we have spent so much of our life holding our belly in and not breathing properly from our diaphragm that we've actually pushed ourselves into a state of breathing from our chest as the norm, which means that we more so than men are more in the stress response state where we're more easily in kind of that anxiety or shortness of breath, which then affects our voice, which means that we are not in the power of our voice. So our voice becomes lighter or it becomes raspy or it becomes, you know, not in the full power of what of how we can speak and how important is it (laughs) to be able to use our voice and to be able to have a really clear and loud at times voice that enables us to step into our power. So for me, I thought this was a very interesting take on the breath and that, wow, if we are trying to meet these cultural norms of always having our belly sucked in, then this is having a knock-on effect to our whole nervous system and to the way that we show up and be in our power, which which is really landing for me at the moment because I'm noticing when my voice is strained, I don't feel like I can fully be in my power. And there's a lot of times where I'm in full flow and then I have to clear my throat or I'm not being able to speak as loudly as possible. So that's something to think about as well, because when we do deep uh, diaphragmatic breathing, we actually inhale and we expand our belly out like a balloon, which is sometimes opposite to how, how we think we breathe. So you expand and then when you exhale, which is when we tell our body we're calm, we actually pull our belly right back in. So when we, yeah, you can just do this while you're listening. So you inhale and expand your belly right out. So it's like a balloon and then exhale it in. And really it's that lovely long exhale, which I often say to my clients and I need to listen to myself, uh, that helps us body, our body drop back into that state of calm. But we can't do that if we're just chest breathing. And it's very interesting as well, because I have looked at this from all angles and I know the throat is your throat chakra is all about communication. So if you have any throat issues and that's anything kind of to do with the mouth or throat, 
it is often around your ability to communicate. It is when like this for you, it might just be that, you know, sometimes when you feel sadness, you might feel that lump in your throat or you might have thyroid issues or you just notice that when you feel things, you get throat issues or it might be ulcers, anything around the, the throat is related to communication if you follow shark the, the work in, within the chakra realm. So uh, a lot of the time we're talking about how do we unblock that chakra so we can find our voice and to make sure that we are again standing in our power. So sometimes not having a voice means that we're not speaking our truth. We're not being our authentic self. Maybe we're trying to please other people or we're trying to say things to fit in or that we're just not giving ourselves the opportunity to stand out there and and speak. We're kind of blocking that opportunity. For some people, it can look like also speaking over people and actually not communicating effectively. It's kind of like being controlling can be another way of that throat chakra being out of balance, but often it's about not being able to find our voice. Uh, And there's different things that you can do to help unblock that throat chakra. And one of those is definitely this diaphragmatic breathing, this deep belly breathing can really help open up that throat chakra. Other, There's certain yoga poses that can help us. And yoga is so beautiful because yoga is completely based on the breath, on that giving us that life force, that prana energy. So I've just been noticing and doing more yoga because of my throat. And I've kind of had a bit of a hiatus on my yoga, but now I'm going, I need to find things each day where I'm doing this deep belly breathing and yoga is such a beautiful reminder to do that. We also really need to make sure that we drink a lot of water. I mean, that's something that I am needing to do off the back of my throat issue. But yeah, and breath work is another one where we're we're really getting that breath moving in the body and really using our belly to do that. It's also recommended if we can to actually breathe through the nose. That's a natural way that we are designed to get that breath moving if you can, if, if you don't have any obstructions. So I really, really encourage you to breathe, not just when you are feeling stressed or anxious, but to actually notice during the day, speaking to myself here very much, is to really allow yourself to have that deep belly breathing. And, and I know the, the surgeon recommended to me, or the, the specialist, I should say, to just have post-it notes all around the house to breathe, to breathe. And some of you have beautiful apps to remind you how to do this. But yeah, as much as possible, you want to be dropping the body out of that stress response state if you're chest breathing. Because again, all the muscles and the, the, the shoulder and the neck and headaches and all of that can come if we're not breathing from the right part. So that's my little story about breathing. Uh, And for me personally, it's really been an interesting journey uh, and I'm I'm still on it because my voice is, is not perfect now and I've still got things going on, but I'm really interested to see if me breathing deeply from my belly can actually change my voice and what's going on in my throat. So have a beautiful day and thanks for listening. And I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye.